0: For most musicians or creatives right now, I think some of what we're feeling is not only from the virus, it is from having something that we identify ourselves with stopped. And I think that's the heavier piece that some people are struggling with. Because if I don't do this, something I've built my life around, surrounded myself with, who am I? And I think it's leading to better questions of, actually, what do I really want from life?
1: Welcome to Convos, I'm your host, Jordan Chavu, a veteran bass player, husband to my amazing wife, Latasha, and a big video game enthusiast. Join me as I chat with some insanely talented people about life, career, craft, and everything else in between. On today's episode, I interview band leader, arranger, and drummer, Marcus Myers. Since 2011, Marcus has been an in-demand drummer for jazz artists such as Gerald Beasley, Laurence Kirk Waller. Additionally, Marcus has also performed for a renowned Christian hip hop artist, Show Baraka. That wasn't impressive enough. Marcus is also the founder and leader of his own band called Ota Omni. A collective of musicians, Ota Omni was birthed during a pivotal time in Marcus's life. An injury, which prevented Marcus from playing music for some time, gave way to thoughts, inspirations, and compositions, which led to the band's creation. Hang with us as we delve more into Ode to Omni's Origins. I also chat with Marcus on how he's been coming as a fellow creative and father during the COVID-19 pandemic. We also discuss how high expectations can be detrimental to one's life and creativity. Now, without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Marcus, thank you for being here, man. No problem,
0: brother. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Um. I'm really, really excited to talk with you, just chatting about life as a musician, especially being a family man and dealing with all all the uh, unrest with the pandemic and among other things that's that's just going on in our country and, and and in the world. So let me just dive right in and just ask you how... How have you been coping with, with COVID? Uh, I am sure that you have lost some gigs because of it. <laughs> as as have I. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 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 all of them. So right,
0: right. <laughs> Oh, that's that's such a good question. Um I think first and foremost, I want to send my thoughts and prayers and and, and Really, my heart aches for the people that are affected by it. Um, even in our own family, we were affected by it. Uh, we lost a loved one. So coping with it, I mean, because it seemed like the situation is ever growing or changing, you know, every week there's something happening, there's a new spike. I think the best thing for me has actually been taking time away from, um, being so close to it and what I mean by that is uh looking at the news um constantly reading articles um because it it kind of perpetuates the sphere that you live in or that you could live in and I I try to to stick by my experience of what I do know what's happening Uh, what I do know what's happening in this moment is that my family is safe my friends are safe um that, thank God, in Pennsylvania, it seems to be dwindling. Um, so while I'm not ignoring what's going on in the world, I am filtering how much I put in, how much I receive of that. Because that that can kind of become my reality when it's really not my reality. So I try to be very laser-focused or just kind of focus on day by day. You know, So that's how I'll be coping with it as far as gigs, I mean, we've all been hit kind of hard with <laughs> <over> that. <laughs> so definitely no gigs. But you know what? Um Before the pandemic happened, I actually I wasn't playing that many gigs. So it's almost like, in a way, that I was kind of uh, prepping myself for this moment. So, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, that makes that makes a lot of sense. You know, just just like you. I, I, for, first off, I can just relate to everything that you're saying. You know, you. You look at the news, see everything that's going on. It's like, this is happening. This is happening with with COVID, you know. Or, or now now COVID is not well. It is a problem, but then there's all this other stuff going on, like the whole, you know, racial unrest that that kind of right. you know came to light, you know, with you know with the passings of of uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, George Floyd. No. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's Brianna. Yeah. Brianna. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a crazy one right there, man. Um, It's, it's, it's crazy. And you, especially for me, it's, I'm, that stuff hits me hard, you know, when I, when I, yeah. when I see that being a, uh, a creative person in general, you know, you know, it's already kind of, you know, a tough going at it. Cause you know, you gotta build up your, your projects, you know, or, you know, and that, and that takes time and you don't want to be impatient with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for, for both of us, you know, we, we, we have wives, you know, so, you know, we gotta make sure they're okay. And, and your wife is a teacher. Correct.
0: No, I mean, but she she could be.
1: <laughs> she could be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, um, you know, for it, it's definitely been an adjustment for for Latasha because you no, know, they had to do mm. online learning. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's, adjust, it's everybody is adjusting. Yeah, and but it also feels like there isn't an end in sight, which obviously isn't true because you know this is just a season Brian, um and that's
0: i so glad that you said that
1: yeah and that's that's really what what i'm trying to remind myself is that this is just a season but i think what what you're doing in the midst of it um is that that'll just set you up for 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 the next season you know so just like you, I I didn't really have, I did have some gigs lined up. I wasn't really getting that much beforehand. So the ones I were looking forward to, they're kaput. (laughs) It's out of here. But regarding that, you know, this, this definitely has been a a time for me where I'm just, you know, definitely doing some self-reflection, you know, you know, making sure one that I'm okay that how I'm processing everything that yes, you know, some days, you know, I'm grieving some days, you know, I'm, I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I'm angry as anything could be, but just trying to remind myself that, you know, this is only a season, but also, you know, just thinking about how God created the world and he said, it's good. It's still good. And i and I have to remind myself that I, 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 I'm obviously not in control of, right, of, of right. anything. You know, if I had my way, gigs wouldn't be shut down, but I probably would have gotten COVID. So, <laughs> oops.
0: And I think, I think you, I think you, you hit an important uh, talking point on control. I think whether you were rich, you know, below the poverty line. Uh, whatever your career was, everything came to a halt, and it was such a strong reminder that no one has any control we, we see our our governments and the people in power and leadership scrambling they don't know what to do uh they're trying to sound confident, but they're not too confident and it, it's a it's a perfect reminder i i remember uh, just to be very transparent I remember when the shutdown happened, at least in PA, uh, I was doing okay. You know, I was I was still kind of, like, trying to encourage people. And and then I actually got sick. Uh, well, I wouldn't say sick, but it was really allergies. And that you, you want to talk about triggering. You know, you have allergies. You, you, it's hard to breathe because I have asthma. And, and you feel like, oh, my gosh, I might have it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and i found myself in this moment where i'm calling the doctors hey i need to get an appointment they're like hey we're closed or it's televisits and then i'm calling them they're wow. like call the department of health i'm calling the department of health they're like we don't know but if you don't feel good go to the hospital then i call the hospital The hospital's like don't come in here if you don't have it and i'm like how do i know if i don't have it? <laughs> 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 so I, I I went back into the house and I'm feeling this like great sense of panic and my wife and daughter are on the couch and I'm just sitting there and I walk over to my wife and I feel like I'm gonna pass out and I did wow. like I literally had uh, a panic attack and I was on the floor yeah. and my wife had to call you know 911 and now this is the crazy thing. Once I kinda settled down, nine one one came to the door and they were like, Hey, we can't really come inside the house <laughs> because of COVID. Uh, but if you don't feel well, I mean I mean, maybe go to the hospital if you need to. And I was just kinda like, What world what what moment am I currently in where you're trying to get help? And they and the people to help you they're like, Hey, I don't know, that's your risk. Um <laughs> uh,
1: yeah yeah man that's that's it's it's twenty twenty it's that's, that's 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 what it is yeah. turn turn of the uh turn of uh uh turn of the decade um that's this is the
0: craziest best movie i've ever been a part of right now
1: shoot man this you ever seen the movie uh 2012 no. Uh, no. how about the world coming to an end <laughs> yeah because that had that had to do with uh, it was it was this thing where you know the mind calendar, the, yeah, 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 the mind calendar. The minds predicted the world would end on December something or whatever, uh, twenty twelve. So of course, you know Hollywood have to make have to make exactly. a movie out of that. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Hollywood was going to make a movie out of twenty twenty because just feels like so many so many things are I don't, happening. I don't and, think we and need
0: it. it. I think we're, I yeah. think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's seen yeah. the movie. I think everybody's would 't
1: be over right mean. yeah we're, we're 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 loving the yeah, movie man yeah, yeah. what's up, conversators? I sincerely hope you've been enjoying the episode thus far before we move forward with the rest of the interview. I have to ask you a serious question: Would you be willing to buy me a coffee? <laughs> no, I don't mean to drink, I'm referring to the platform coffee k o f i coffee is a platform that allows content creators to receive financial support from their community. It's also a great way for creators to engage with their community. I would love your support with the podcast, as doing so will allow me to produce more episodes in the near future. To support the show, head over to my website, georgefood.com, and click on the podcast tab. On the podcast page, you'll find a link to my coffee account directly below. Hit it, and you'll have the option to make a one-time donation or subscribe monthly. By subscribing monthly, you will have access to extra content, such as behind-the-scenes posts, bonus episodes, and a chance to be a future guest on the podcast. Neat, huh? Whichever option you choose, your support will mean so much to me and keep the podcast going. Thanks for taking the time to hear me out. Now, let's get back to the conversation. It's like when reality starts to f- it's feel surreal but is happening, that's that's when yeah, that's when you know it's like it's just it's just crazy, but um that's 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 really Wow, that's real. So I'm I'm glad that you're. Oh, I'm glad that you're okay. Um, yeah, that's that's like the most 2020 thing I've 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 heard <laughs> so far. Uh, that seems to be a lot of that going around. Like you know, my wife and I, this uh, not not as serious, but um, but this was kind of surprising. But yeah, I I think it's I think it's funny in the and in, in the in hindsight, I, I don't think my wife would agree, but <laughs> we. Um we were we've been looking for our um our marriage certificate because you no know, my wife has to change change her last name for you know for banking purposes. And um you no, know, we were trying to look for it. We thought it was at our in-laws, um, but it wasn't there. You no, know, we, we were looking at um we were looking around you know our our apartment. It didn't seem to be there. So we, we found uh, a lockbox um, that that we had. Um, I, I forget how long we've had. We, have, we haven't had for that long, but um, it was it was in our closet, our closed closet. So, you know, Tasha pulled that out, you know, opened it up, and she she finds just she finds mold all over it, just like all over, yeah, all over the envelope, all over all over you know the certificate so we had to throw it out and i'm like what 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 kind of logic is what 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 kind of logic is there that that a secure box gets moisture in it and what's and, the brand
0: of that lock box okay i want to make sure i stay clear of
1: it it's honeywell which I thought were, well, now honey, now I won't be able to get a sponsorship through Honeywell. Right, right. You (laughs) know, shout shout out to Honeywell. (laughs) No don't don't sponsor me. (laughs) But that that was that was the most. I, I had you know some so many crazy things just happen have been happening this year that like you kind of just at least for me i i try to i just try to laugh i i, I have apt to try to laugh because uh, too much I, I already know i can get i already know i can get into the mindset of doom and gloom and you know there's already enough of that go, <laughs> going around so I, I i really try not to bring that upon myself so i just have to laugh at that in the moment i'm like this is like You know, this is the year 2020 where everything is upside down and stuff is right side up. So, you know, I I, I just have to just have to roll with it. (laughs) But uh, being serious again, um, I'm really glad that you're okay. That's that's a that's a crazy thing. You know, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, you're trying to get help, but, you know, that help is limited or people that are supposed to offer that help, they, they kind of, they're they're under obligation to kind of not do that because with the whole virus going on, I, I can't even, I I can't even imagine that. And um, have have you ever had panic attacks before? Was this like the first time? Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a
0: lot of them. I've I've had,
1: um,
0: I've had them uh, quite a few times in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so interesting because you know I usually share this story mm-hmm. about how I was diagnosed with OCD when I was maybe mm-hmm. like in my early 20s
1: yeah
0: and um, you know going through therapy working through that prayer uh, growing past that you know being so fine in this moment you know brought me back to almost square one but kind of not exactly because Mm. I knew the tools I needed to, you know, to, I had the tools in order to help myself. So it was interesting when I found myself back in that spot, mm. I was very grateful to know, like, okay, God, I've been through this before. Mm. I know what I need to do. Mm. Because in that moment, you know, it was really crazy. I, I I never realized how much I lean on other people, which is not bad. Mm. But you don't realize how much you lean on the words of other people. Um mm. You know, I expect the doctors to be the doctor. Mm. And when the doctor is shaky, that's weird. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. I yeah. expect the, the government to be the government. And when the government's shaky, that's weird. Because it's like, okay, I'm not used to that. Mm. So it was really like God was rattling or or changing my perception on being like, mm. the only thing you really can rely on is God. Period. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it. In this situation, has shown that. Um, so once I had the panic attack, I already knew what I had to do, like, and and I think I was blessed in knowing. A lot of people will be defeated because they had a panic attack. Yeah, that's life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anxiety,
0: stress—that happens to all of us. Yeah. So I think people feel guilty because they have this expectation in their mind, or they feel like they're not normal. Mm-hmm. When it's okay to be overwhelmed, what's not okay mm-hmm. is. To be overwhelmed and then act like you weren't overwhelmed.
1: Mm, yeah. or
0: to be overwhelmed and not get help when you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. See, that's not okay because then you're ignoring the problem. And right. In accepting that problem, or in accepting your humanity in that sense, you then have humility. Mm. Right. Because mm, if, you, yeah. if, if if you feel like if anything, the world is more humble than 2020. Hmm. And we're starting to see a delineation between people who are walking in humility and people who are walking in ignorance and, and pride
1: hmm. you know, with
0: the whole mask thing. I'm not wearing a mask. And it's like, it's not about you. <laughs> it's about other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, yeah, it, it, it's it being, being in a situation where you feel helpless is actually the beginning of something beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for for sure, man. I I hear that. I one hundred percent agree. Um, I, I can't I can't tell you how many, not even just, not even just because of um, COVID, um, but just just in general with with life um, personally, but also just from a um, <laughs> from a career standpoint, you know, because. You know, you you have aspirations of you know trying to do this gig, and that doesn't that doesn't uh, work out for you know for whatever reason. I think that um, this season of life has definitely it's been convicting me, challenging me, but also you know encouraging me to embrace square one, embrace that start, you know, and. I think, you know, it's easy for, for people to get, not even just in our profession, but just in general to get caught up in, maybe sometimes it's getting your ducks in a row. Um, sometimes it's that, but it's more so just getting caught up in, you know, establishing something, you know, we work, we work so hard to, uh, to establish, you know, maybe it's a establishing, a, a legacy, um for an example um i saw i saw hamilton on disney plus with with my with my in-laws and it's it's a phenomenal play Every, everybody should see it anybody listening should should see hamilton uh, af, 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 after after this interview of course uh, <laughs> but the whole play is framed as like a hip hop soap opera historical auto pseudo autobiographical kind of sort of thing. It's 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 really well well done. But it's just interesting to see key moments of the play. Now I'm not trying to spoil anything anything for anyone that hasn't seen it how how Hamilton really just got caught up in, you know, now he keeps saying, you know, I'm not throwing away my shot like, you know, throughout you know key moments of 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 the show. But that ends up kind of Biting him in in the butt in in certain respects of his life, you know his you no know, his family life takes takes a hit, you know his his reputation kind of takes a hit, you know and granted that's just an example, but I think you know we get so we can get so caught up in trying to just establish, you know we can be so desperate to establish anything, you know that. um, it, now may, maybe it's maybe it's a career thing, or maybe it's what whatever it is, we can get so caught up in that 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 ends up, I think that ends up trickling trickling down into our lives in in very un unhelpful unhelpful ways, you know, and then we we kind of, I think we kind of forget, we lose sight of what we already have because we're trying to grasp straws at things that maybe we're not really meant to have in the first place and that's something (laughs) that's always something that i think i have to kind of come back to you know whenever you know things i'm working on a on a musical kind of level especially right now with with uh you know with the pandemic because you know i i can't i can't gig you know i i can't i really can't do that stuff so then what what can i do in a way that could set me up For for the near future, I've really been trying to kind of change my perspective, but also my approach, because I think it's important to realize, you know, what I'm, you know, whatever whatever you aspire to do, it shouldn't just be about you, you know, what 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 are you doing that's going to set up your family or or how is you know what you're putting out going to benefit. You know, people that that listen to it. I really, I really uh, love what what you do with Ode to Omni because you know, you know, obviously, you know, you got dope musical arrangements. The uh, the musically inclined can geek out over, it, but um, uh, but you also have a lot of that inner work going on, uh, you know, of kind of really addressing the the problems inherent within within ourselves as as human beings, addressing that. Um, I, I really, uh, no, I I love what you do do with that with the band. Um, speak speaking of the band, um, I'm, I'm glad we're on this topic because uh, I want to ask you how how did you come up with O to Omni? You know what what was the the driving factor in in hmm. creating it?
0: So Ode to Omni is is really um, an extension of what happened to me when I was in college. So when I was in college. I attended the University Mm -hmm. of the Arts in Philly. And um, when you reach your senior year uh, or the fourth year of your program, um, you have a recital. And for the recital, Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, it was such a big deal. You would go to other people's recitals and be inspired and be like, I can't wait for two more years. I'm going to do my recital or next year. So it was finally my turn. And um, I was inspired by so, so many people, Uh, people I knew, people I didn't know. Mm. And obviously the driving factor was always God, right? So that night I remember Mm. saying, um, while I was saying my thank yous, I was saying, um, this night is an ode to God. And I was Mm. saying that, just saying like, you know, everything about this four years This culmination, these experiences, these enriching experiences for people, and sometimes the tough moments, all of it tonight is an ode to God. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where ode to omni came from. So ode to omnipresent. Um, That's kind of where it was Mm -hmm. birthed. And from that night on my senior recital, there was such an overwhelming um, response to it. And even for me... Um, I didn't Mm. do it necessarily because there was an overwhelming response from people. I I did it because there was something that was happening. There was a synergy there that night that really changed the course of my life. Uh, You know, seeing Mm. classmates saying that they cried during my recital or, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling the presence of God in a recital room was something so different. That I, that I, when I walked away, I said, this is what I have to do for the rest of my life uh, or something of that iteration of, of doing something like that. So that was kind of the driving factor or the beginning stages, uh, origin story of old.
1: Wow. That's, that's, that's dope, man. <laughs> that is, that, is, that is an origin story of superhero uh, proportions. <laughs> Marvel needs to take, take hints and, uh, man, Marvel anytime. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> I'm um um I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Marvel. I'm I'm a huge Marvel fan. I'm I'm a fan of the movies, so nah. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> That's really cool, man. Um and and obviously you kind of just kind of just ran with it, you know. You 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 made a, you know, you've you've put some music out there, you've done done some performances. Um mm-hmm now as far as as band personnel and that is concerned you know were were a lot of the musicians that uh, know, singers artists or what have you that that um that are part, part of omni were were they were those people that you mostly met in in college or kind of just ha- ha- happenstance just mean people you know, through, you know, through gigs, you know, cause that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing too. You do, you do run into people. I would
0: say, uh, a, a mixture. So when O started, it, it started in 2012. So I graduated in 2011. So mostly all the band was from UArts. And then it was really a collective at that point because with people, when you have people in the band that big, you're bound to not have the same personnel. Uh all the time. So it was more of like a collective where people were swapping in and out. We had our main people. And then throughout the years, I mean, we probably went through three big changes in the band. Where right now, there's probably one person who started with me in the band. Yeah. And uh, that's Rick, our, our trumpet player. Our only one person. Um, and throughout the years, I've met people like Chris Stevens. Who's when he's free, he helps who has a beautiful band, Vertical Current and a a quartet, Chris Stevens uh, quartet and uh, I met John McNeil through John Smythe it's just like that. where we're at now it was built off of hey, I know this bass player hey, I know this, hey, you want to do a gig together? In the beginning it was whoever was at arm's length for me, like, okay can we please do this together?
1: Mm, yeah yeah totally that's that's dope man i'm trying to remember the last the last gig i feel like it was a few years ago at uh at rural cafe it was it was i want to say that might have been my first time seeing y'all and uh, it was just it was just an absolutely memorable experience now i uh i feel dreadfully terrible for for missing some 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 of your gigs from uh from from last last year
0: <laughs> it's totally fine I'm grateful that you came and you support seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I'm 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 trying to do a better job of you know supporting you know, artists, you no know, grave people of of the like because you know, we're you know, we're all kind of in this together as far as you know, just trying to chase our goals and you know, just build something. So I'm 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 all about I'm all about trying to, you know, support support people, you no, know, uh with that. That's 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 really that's really cool, man. Um, are are you guys working on anything right now? I I, I mean, uh, granted, it's not like I guess you couldn't really get together in a rehearsal, but um, but have have you have you been kind of just sending you know some some tracks to guys and having them record kind of record court over that? You know, is 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 there anything? Is there anything in the works? Yeah, there
0: there is something in the works. I I think as a creative, not even a band. I think as a creative, there's always something that you're working on. And this time, the thing that I am working on, um, see, the way I write music or the way I like to write music um, is from life experiences uh, first. And in order for me to clearly convey what I feel about something, I need to at least have an understanding of what I'm feeling. Or unless the song is about not having an understanding, I guess you can write from that emotion too. But mine comes from really just sitting and and flushing out. How do I feel about COVID? What does the world need to hear right now? What what do I need to hear? What do I feel? God, what do you want me to say to these people? Uh, And there's some days I feel inspired to write a record. There's some days I don't. Because some days I'm just, it's okay to sit in the stillness. Because I think a lot of times we saw that when the pandemic broke, people were like, yeah, you need to hustle. Come on. You need to find another avenue. You need to yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I need to process this. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I need to survive. First of all, I want to make sure I'm cool. And for those go-getters, that's great. You know, Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being self-reflective and and trying to understand Something that's hard to understand. So, is something in the works? Yes. Um, when will it release? I'm not sure. I have had a couple of writing sessions with some people in the band, um, but at the same time, it's not there yet, and and I don't think necessarily uh, it's not meant to be there yet. I, I think the world is processing right now, and, and I and I think, um, I, I think I'm doing as I'm processing too. So I am writing some stuff. It is here and there some spot pieces. Uh, I'm excited about it on some days, and the other days I just kind of sit and just let life happen. Because before I'm a before I'm a writer, I'm a father. Before I'm a musician, I'm a husband. Before I do a gig or you know, I'm accomplished or whatever, I'm a son. And that is from where I write, that place, those moments. And in order for me to write, I have to have experiences from those places. You know what I'm saying? And I have the real experience. And I think that's what resonates with people when people write music or write something or a project. When it really hits, that's because it's coming from a place that we can all understand.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Totally. It's. It's. It's authentic. You know. I think people. I think people can get caught up in in craving purpose, but I think more than anything, people want authenticity because I think it, it speaks volumes to others where you can kind of meet them where there are where they are and you know you can draw from from those experiences you know because because they they've had those same experiences, or 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 maybe some of those people haven't had those experiences or, or have yet to have them but they still find something out um, Something good out of it because it's just authentic. It it is what it is. You know, kind of kind of reminds me when God speaks to Moses and says, "I am that I am." Just just kind of uh, operating from the standpoint of you know, this is what I lived. This is who I am. Now, obviously, you know, we're human beings, so we we have a lot of we still have a lot of growing and to do and and learning, but. I think coming from a place out of just being able to be authentic, I think that always makes, I think, music and really anything, you know, that much more richer and, 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 um, and, and, and enjoyable for, uh, for, for, for sure. Um, that's, that's, that's really cool, man. And uh, that's also really, really awesome that you see yourself as, a father, you know, uh, as, as, a, as a husband uh, first before you know uh, band leader, drummer. Yeah. I, I think that's really, real, really important, especially for really for any any musician or artist that that is married or is considering marriage. It's like you have to you have to kind of put those things in perspective. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's identity.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it's you have to have a good sense of identity. And awareness, mm. because you know, if if, you know, if there was a time where I wasn't married and I was constantly playing, and yeah. I would just look at myself as strictly a musician, mm. that's who I am. But um, this is an interesting thing about having your identity identity in something that is susceptible to being stopped. Yeah. For most musicians or creatives right now, I think some of what we're feeling is not only from the virus it is from having something that we identify ourselves with stopped. And I think that's the heavier piece that some people mm-hmm. are struggling with. Yeah, Because if I don't do this, something I've built my life around, i surrounding myself with, who am I? And I think it's leading to better questions of, actually, what do I really want from life?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's just putting things into perspective. I I've, I've found myself thinking, I'm not going to be playing bass forever. I'll probably just, you know, eventually I'll I'll want to retire. I <laughs> I'm still working on on trying to build up money for that, <laughs> but I want to be able to kind of enjoy life outside of music. Well, I mean, I'll always in, enjoy music, and I think I think God's put that in my life to make life even more enjoyable, but music isn't my whole life right. like you like you're saying you know I'm a son but you know, I'm a husband you know and Latasha is part of my life we always have conversations about you know the life that we're we're trying to build and and I think it's things just at least for me it's always important to to remember that just right. just like just like how how um everything You know, right right now, you know this is this is all seasonal. COVID ain't going to be a thing forever. You know, I'm I'm even trying to view that from from my bass playing standpoint, or or whatever other thing other thing I do from from musical perspective. Because eventually, you know, maybe I'll get arthritis in my hands or something. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll just can't play anymore. You know, but I think for me, what would be worth it is. I use the experiences, or the experience, or the experience of being a musician and building a career from that to to benefit others in some in some kind of way. Maybe that might might be you know I'm you know I become like the old old guy that that spouts wisdom or or, or something. Um, uh, that will I was I was going to say grizzled, but like I don't think I don't think I I'm, I'm the grizzled type. Um, <laughs> maybe that's how I would like to see myself, right. you know, for long right. and all that stuff. I I, I only got this go to going <laughs> on. So, you know, you, you work with what you, you got, have. you know, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah basically. Um, but, you know, trying to find uh, I guess meaning and, and purpose in life outside of music or knowing that my life can can and will someday, you know, if I'm open to it, serve a greater purpose outside music. Music will probably be a part of it, but it, but it will be just that uh, a part. So I, I want to be able to get in the mindset of just enjoying life as it is. You no, know, even even if that means you know I I don't get to gig as much, but at least at least you know I I can. You know, grow and and develop as a person. You know, you know grow in integrity, grow in grow in wisdom, and all and all that stuff. Because you know, I, I think character doing doing the work to build your character is so important. Even even now, because you can either dwell on on the negative so much, and you know, there is stuff that we should be aware of. Like you were saying earlier, you now we shouldn't we shouldn't ignore that stuff. We shouldn't be ignorant of what's going on, but we shouldn't be so consumed with it that it becomes all that we see, see in life. Cause uh, if, if you don't, if you don't have, if you don't have a healthy, you know, balanced perspective, you know, that's when things start to go off, off the rails, you know, which <laughs> been there, done that, but. <laughs> I think you said something really interesting. Uh, I think yeah.
0: there's such a, I know for me, there was such a fear of letting go of, my desired outcome of life. Like, almost like you're scared to say, like, you know, if if I don't do X, Y, and Z, if I I don't do, if if I'm never playing music. And I realized once, what what, what really made me unhappy and anxious was the fact that I was fearful of God taking music away from me. And it's interesting because it's like, and I think that causes a, a little bit of a rub when you're trying to find out God's will for your life or trying to follow the will that he has, the purpose that he has for you day by day, but you're still not ready to let go of your expectations. And I, and I was telling my wife the other day, I think a lot of the disappointments I've experienced in my life was because of my expectations Mm -hmm. and, and, and not that, you know, Jesus says in his life, you will have many sorrows, so uh, the, uh, life in itself is is hard but I think I at times took scale to make it even harder because I wasn't ready to let go while I was here to let go because you know God says I have something better for you i have a i have a plan for you it's good but God is not my plan because my plan is better <laughs> <And>
1: right <laughs> yeah it,
0: it wasn't until I think i I think recently i just turned 31 I think I've just gotten to a space where I was like, I'm tired. You know, mm. I'm tired of trying to live this expectation I've set for myself or, um, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know, because yeah. it, it has to be certainly better. And I'm in this space now where I'm so grateful where music is not an idol to me. Mm. It's, like, it's cool. Like, I'm okay if I don't play music for a bit. That doesn't mean that my love for it is gone. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple fact that musicians are never only musicians. I heard somebody say this uh, to me. I think it was Paris, Paris Bones. We were talking for event. Right? Mm-hmm. and he said musicians, musicians are not just only musicians. They're usually more than just musicians. And I think about David. David mm-hmm. was um, categorized as a shepherd uh and then he was categorized as a musician slightly you know because they were looking for a position for the king so you had to be pretty good to be a musician uh, to be selected and then he was king and i think we're looking at a person who is multifaceted and i think musicians or creatives we have to learn how to um we always want our art to grow but we have to learn how to grow as well and sometimes that growth can might take you to not being able to do something or putting down something for a certain season or for a certain time, but it's always worth it. Like I'm happier. I'm like, I'm happier. I, I remember one time in my life where if I couldn't put gigs or if old was getting overlooked, I was sad. I was upset. I was frustrated, ready to quit. But now mm. I've let go of that. Um, and I'm yeah. embracing the season that I'm in and in the space and what God has called me to do. I'm happier. I'm just, it's just like, okay, cool. This is what we're doing now. That, that, I mean, I'm down there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think David learned how to play all his scales in 12 keys? <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: I don't know what the scales were back then. And he played a hard.
1: Yeah. I don't, yeah.
0: What, I don't know what he was, Gregorian I don't know what he was doing back then.
1: Yeah, he he had to be he had to be killing on the hot to get those gigs, man. Like, but but in all seriousness, I I hundred percent uh hundred percent agree with everything that you that you're saying. You know, it, it it makes man, it makes so much sense. You know, there's there's so much freedom in. Letting go, you know, letting go of your expectations. You know, shoot, maybe even letting go of people's expectations. That's a big know. one.
0: That's a big one. That is a huge one, bro. Because as creatives, we can say what we want. We really do care. We really absolutely care how we're viewed. We,
1: we, re- we really
0: do. Because it because in a in some weird way, we are dependent upon people's response to our work. You just are. That's how you get more gigs. <laughs> like, was that enjoyable or not? And the danger in that is, with higher success in that area, you can kind of get kind of get lost with one that you know feeding off of that attention, those expectations. You know, I can't tell you how many times where I might have been playing a gig and there's might be somebody in the audience that knows me and they're like, "Yo, you better kill it tonight." And now that's all that's on your mind, you know. What I mean, like you are like, I have to play music. This is it. But uh, yeah, that's a big one,
1: man. Uh, I, I don't know if I've gotten that as much, but but knowing knowing that you have a reputation of from people that you know, certain that they expect a certain skill, you know. Uh, skill set out of you you know that that can be a little that can be a little daunting because you know you you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to choke while you're up there you know you just you just <laughs> you just forget you know you forget everything you know right. like not even just you know what you're playing but how to play you know you forget what you have for breakfast you your name you be up there stuck and man you you forget you forget your name you have to Look up your your government information just to figure that figure that out. You'd be like, I I even know I did that, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 definitely that's definitely true, man. I definitely think it's healthy to create distance, even even from from your craft, because I think if you just kind of you know we're talking about the the hustle, you know the um, a hustle. <laughs> You know, um you know, you get so caught up in, you know, you know, you, you just burn out. You just really burn out. And you burn out even more when, you know, your expectations are I don't I don't wanna necessarily say I'm realistic because I think you can have realistic expectations, but you're so focused on those expectations happening that you're not considering if it happens, if it happens, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, you know, and I've kind of just had to learn, and I feel like it depends on the situation for me because I feel like I'm I'm still kind of growing in that area. I'm still kind of just you know trying to have that mindset of you know if it happens, if it happens, you know I've I've done my part. I've I've put in the work, you know. Maybe I sent, maybe you know you sent a resume, you know, I sent the resume out. You know, I revised the resume three times. You know, <laughs> you know, at some point you, you've done all that you can, and you just have to you know, for, for us, man, you know, it's just, it's just really just trusting in God and trusting him with the results, but also having faith that the work that we do put in does pay off, does lead to open doors. But I also think it's, it's important (laughs) to practice character. You know, I was talking about character earlier. I think I feel like the, the gigs that I've gotten, like yes i think playability had to had a part had a part to do with it but i think more than that i think really it was my character yeah that kind of got me got me those gigs because on honestly you know you can you can be you can be the dopest drummer or mm-hmm. bass player or, or wh- whatever you do but right. you know if <laughs> if it's you know me myself and i you know if you're operating from that mentality you know I certainly don't want to work with that. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think character is super important, man. I, I really think like it's it's important to it's important to grow in your craft, it's important to, you know, shed business knowledge, you know, because you know, you do wanna you do wanna know how to how to market yourself, how to do certain things. I I think your character you know it's it's it's, a, it's an amalgamation of those things but I think especially your character will will help if you're operant a place out of humility you have put in that work and you know you're continuing in the work you know you know God God will bless you know God will God will definitely open up open up doors and you know I'm trying to remind myself of every day every day with that. You know, truth be told, you know, I'm not always practicing my bass. I mean, like I do pick it up, but um, I'm not always practicing. Not not now the sake of laziness, but just because, you know, I I, I can't play bass. I can't really gig right now, you know, but um, I'm also I'm also just trying to view my life outside of that, too. I think I think it's really important to definitely step away from your crafted bed and do that inner work like we were talking talking earlier because I think that will pay dividends in, in, in the long run, at least at least I believe. Yeah, in, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Listen, <Marcus. laughs> yeah, Cause because I, I do have a wife and we have bills. So. <laughs> um but in all seriousness though. Um Marcus Thank you for chatting with me, man. I I love you know, what we were talking about. Um, I'm I'm always refreshed talking with you. You know, you're down to earth, man. You're you're humble. You know, I I, I love I love talking with you. Um, so I appreciate you doing this with me, man.
0: Thank you for having me. Seriously, thank you. It, it, it's so important and so needed. So
1: keep doing it, bro. Keep doing it. Thanks, man. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Marcus is not only one of my favorite musicians ever. He's simply one of the most down-to-earth people that I've ever met. I found his honesty and wisdom so refreshing that I didn't want our conversation to end. I certainly hope you feel the same way. You can find more of Marcus and his work with Ode to Omni on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Additionally, you can find Marcus and his work with Ode to Omni on streaming outlets such as Spotify, and Apple Music. Trust me, is worth a listen and your time. Thanks again for being part of the conversation and remember to have quality conversations. All you need to do is be kind and listen. Till next time.